Do you keep getting calls at night from a guy who really wants to know what your favorite scary movie is? Do you stay up all night because you're scared of dream demons? Do all your friends keep getting murdered at summer camp? Sounds like you really need some scarapy. And you can find us anywhere where you listen to podcasts. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at ScarapyPod. So make sure you stab that like button. Hey, Zach. No. We're talking about Cloverfield again. I was going to be really upset, but I actually like this movie. This movie's so good. It's It actually is. I was ready to not, not agree with you. Mary Elizabeth? Yeah. And John Goodman, John man, Goodman? Fucking kills it. But I will tell you, in the beginning of this movie, I hated it. Solely because it is 100% shaky face Cloverfield camera. Not enough. When, no, it is so much. When she's like packing up her shit and trying to get out, I couldn't even see. It's like, what'd you just grab? <laughs> Kate, Kate, Teddy Graham's like, what are you packing? <laughs> just put a cat in a bag. Yeah, fucking weird. Because the whole camera's just zooming around. Oh, I fucking hated it. I was um, actually really mad when it first started. My favorite actor in this movie is Bradley Cooper. Is, is he Clover? No, he's the field. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> um, he did. It did have a Bradley Cooper face. Yeah. <laughs> Sounded like Rocket Raccoon. Oh, yeah. Love that man. Have you ever seen A Star Is Born? I've not actually. Bro. It is on my list. I just I feel like that's not a movie I'm just gonna throw on and not pay attention to. No, you gotta watch that yeah. movie. And like Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga would not expect them to be the most dynamic duo. They fucking kill it. I mean, I really like Bradley Cooper. Go Me watch Unlimited. That movie is fantastic. Oh yeah, that movie. I love that great. movie. Even the show's not bad. The the Gaga does great too. I'm not a fan of her. I'm not looking forward to the Harley Quinn take but we'll see i bro, hope it's good bro she listens what she's our our one listener oh shit get better music <laughs> i like some of the gaga songs but what the fuck does she know about cameras oh she's like the creative pro- executive producer or something at polaroid oh polaroid's still around yeah dude, dude polaroid, that thing. polaroid's like trendy bro huh what a world we live in. Anyway. Moon pies. <laughs> Hi. No. Welcome back to another session of Scarapy. I'm your scarifist, Dr. He's, Trevor Brown. He's the scariest. Join with me, as always. The balding. <laughs> Zach Singer. Yo. <laughs> you balding, bro? Apparently. Yikes. Getting worse. Yikes. Well, I mean, when you hit 45, it starts to go downhill. That was years ago. Yeah, and that was 20-odd years ago. 20-odd, yes. <laughs> Good God. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, we're talking about 10 Cloverfield Lane today. I remember loving this movie, and it did not disappoint. Yeah, I remember loving the trailers for this, and also just seeing Cloverfield attached to something and being like... That is by far the worst part my movie. of this movie. No. Yes. No, the worst part of this movie is Emmett. No, Emmett's great. He does exactly what he's supposed to do. Yeah, it's a great movie. He's the worst part of a great movie. No, the he's worst part great. of this movie is the ending of this movie where they went... All, all Cloverfield. It, all it needed was the Call of Duty Zombies music at the end of it, and it's like, this is epic. No. <laughs> it should have played The World is a Vampire. Okay, you're right. Or Carry On My Way Where It's Done Twice. Because that would have been the best. <laughs> Nobody's the, ever done it. The unofficial, official, unofficial <laughs> theme of Scarapy. Well, you gotta do it twice. Um, I don't know if I brought this up on the podcast, but Spotify Wrapped came out last month at this point. What? And, um, you know, I'm I'm my own biggest fan, so I listen to, to Scarapy. 
like to hear myself talk. Do you? Yeah. I actually listened. I didn't think you did. You did. Fuck yeah. Oh. I like this. <laughs> I also like this. I just didn't think you did. I mean, I hate it. Okay, I do. Um, and the the one slide that was dedicated to podcasts, it was just a nor- like a random like rap song playing when it's like, here's your top podcast. <laughs> and then Scarapy comes on, and as soon as the logo pops up, carry on my way, which is like, oh my god. We play it and reference it all the time. It made me... So I was like, someone at Spotify. You got me. <laughs> someone listens. Someone Hit knows. Uh, but it just, like, I dropped my phone. I laughed so hard when I saw, or when I heard it. Like, what are the odds out of all 3,400 songs I have in my Spotify library that the one song that plays when Scarapy is mentioned is fucking Carry On My Wayward Son? Algorithm. Fuck the algorithm. That's God. No. God no, it's, is it's, the algorithm. It's the devil. You're right. That's, that makes more sense. <laughs> Shout out Satan one time. One. Nah. Shout out H.H. Holmes. Thank you. Shout out Jody Arias. No. No. no I'm not going to do that. Uh, shout out that one guy who never got caught that we talked about last week. Well, oh, the family annihilator. Yeah. Shout out that guy. Don't yeah. annihilate my family. Yeah. I'm fine either way. <laughs> No, uh, no, no strong feelings on yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, that, that barely affects me. <laughs> Jesus, that's dark. Uh, that's, that's okay, for, <laughs> that's for a real therapy session. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so I guess let's, let's get into some details on 10 Cloverfield Lane. Detail me, bro. So 10 Cloverfield Lane came out March 11th, 2016. It has a runtime of an hour and 45 minutes. It felt so much longer. It did. And in my head, I actually remembered it being like a two and a half hour movie. I just remember. I remember it being shorter, and it's all build, but it, the build is so good. What's so strange about it to me, though, is it feels longer, but at the same time, everything happens so quick in the movie. Like I don't know where all the time goes. I don't know, cause yeah, you know what I mean. Like, Cause like every, it's like, it's an hour forty-five, but everything happens fast. Yeah, because it's like there are very significant breaks in the movie, and mm-hmm. they do feel quick. They're not that like long montage pieces like yeah just quicks- quickies it's not the end of american horror story new york city where it's a six minute music video because they killed all the characters it happens <laughs> uh what do we do now i don't know just start dancing <laughs> zach what do you think the rotten tomatoes rating of 10 cloverfield lane is i liked it so that means people probably didn't because they don't have taste <laughs> like a 74 bro i was actually surprised by this it was at a 90 oh shit oh man that's so good makes me happy good this movie is fantastic, and by far the best one in the Cloverfield saga. No. Fuck you. No, it's not. I'm sorry. I'm preparing that F before you even start talking. <laughs> um, I am so excited for Cloverfield 2. I am not. <laughs> Mr. Abrams, please. I'm waiting. Mr. For Matt Reeves, please. 11 Cloverfield Lane, thank you. <laughs> they just hard pivot. Yeah. yeah. John Goodman's got another bunker. No, it's just the neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I need. I need adjacent what's, to crazy. It's just a nice, there, it's yeah. a nice family. What? You guys hear all that shit? I think that's just a quiet place. Ugh. Their neighbor was John Goodman. Dude, I hate those movies. The first one was fine. I didn't see the second one. The second it one has, has a really cool opening scene and that's where it. it's like the day that everything happened. Oh. And then it's just bad. And then it's just the same movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just without what I felt John Krasinski. And John Krasinski was great in it, so. I'm not the biggest Krasinski. Krasinski head. Uh, he's fine, but I thought he was good in that. And didn't he write that? Or he produced it. Or he something? was involved in yeah. some way. Yeah, no, I, th- I thought he was good in that movie, and I liked the first one. It was fine. That 
the whole series of like the see no evil hear no evil speak no evil movies that came out around that time yeah like that bird, bird box. box don't breathe all that oh, stuff don't breathe was not good um it's just it just doesn't hit it, me. it was an original concept at the time it was original ish and it just hadn't been done crazily or high high end and it was fine like it, it wasn't my crazy either for sure bird box made me so mad because like, this is so good and i thought it was it trash was from the jump skinamarinky don't please Ugh, fuck skinamarink that movie sucked <laughs> damn it was terrible <laughs> you got a hard opinion on that one i really do that that was I was so hyped for that movie. Me and too, it was dude. So bad. Put a knife in your eye. That the only fun, the only good part of that movie is also <laughs> the funny. Fuck that movie. Yeah, fuck that. Kid. And that's literally the the reaction video we made of that is just two hours of us staring at the screen. Stop. Just, just stop. What the fuck is stop. this? What is going on? I don't even know how we could do. That was like a different format. If we did the other format now, like, God, how would we even do it? I couldn't imagine talking about Skinamarink like this. No. Like. What, what do you do? There's a shot of a wall. 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 They cut to wall. the next scene. There's a toy on the floor. Put a knife in your eye. Thank oh, the God. movie's over. Thank God. <laughs> kid's fucking whispering again. God damn it. Kill that kid. Somebody get that kid's subtitles. Someone do that kid's taxes. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, back to Cloverfield. Uh-huh. Uh, so this movie actually had a budget of $15 million. Uh, it makes sense. Yeah. Like, this movie, the the three cast, besides Emmett, I, who I'm not super familiar with what he did, I know he has not- notoriety, but, like, John Goodman, huge, always, forever. So, um, I'll, I'll double double check his IMDb, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, it's fucking John Gallagher Jr. Who? Um, I recognize him. I don't know. Mary Elizabeth, though. This is oh, probably, like... Oh, bro, he's the killer from Hush. Is he? Yeah. Oh, I definitely wouldn't recognize him. But again, that's like some notoriety, but not super famous. He's uh, almost done like exclusively either horror or romance. Oh, interesting. Did you ever see the Belko experiment? Is that the... Is the Belko the prisoner and... No. No. No, no, that's the one in the office or whatever. Right? Yeah. I didn't. I want to watch it. He's in that. It's... I'm pretty sure he's the main character. In oh, that. is he? Um, yeah, that's a that's a cool movie. I have not seen it. It just it's battle royale, from what I understand. So pretty much, yeah. Like, which I'm fine with, but not a, not high on my list. But um, Mary Elizabeth, like, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know a time when she's not like peak fame. She's always doing something great, in my opinion. I just really like her as an actress. I think the only time a movie that she was in didn't hit for me was Birds of Prey. I agree, the movie wasn't very good, but she was actually fantastic in it. I hated her in it. Oh, really? Yeah. I liked her, and I like Margot Robbie as Harley. I didn't like that version, though. I thought it also feels the same to me. Really? That's yeah. interesting. I, I think thought the movie was fine. It was just a bad story. For original Suicide Squad, Harley very Quinn good. is very different than current Harley Quinn, though. I'd have to rewatch it, to be different. fair. I've only seen Birds of Prey once. But that's where they got married, I think. Or where they met uh, Mary Elizabeth and Ewan McGregor. <laughs> no, they had to have been married before that. Was, oh, no, I think they met on Fargo. I think that was yeah. before that. Shout out, Obi-Wan. I know you're watching. God. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't watch this. I'm doing horrible things. Um, but, yeah, budget of, of 15 mil. Bro, at the box office. Please tell me it killed it. 110.2 mil. 
that's um that's pretty good honestly though higher than i expected it to be when it came out in 2016 when did yeah. the original cloverfield come out like 2010 2008 i think eight oh wow that's let me difference. let me double check but I, i'm pretty sure because i remember watching it when i was little little like, okay um, i guess i thought it was yeah 2008 oh wow yeah. so an eight year difference and then uh cloverfield paradox i believe that came was like out, 20, uh, uh 2018 18 okay. yeah came out 2018 so it was i know it was way closer to the other one uh, but that was just a fucking netflix yeah trash fact, fucking awful trash factory but cloverfield lane was so interesting because i don't you remember the trailer i don't mm -hmm. uh like other than the name it had no relation to cloverfield right other than you're talking just in the trailer yeah like yeah really give any notoriety no like, they don't, and it's not built to i mean be. they they and don't so even they like the whole trailer is based around this chaos in this bunker and right. then just at the which end is the little, movie, little flash is 10 cloverfield lane right fantastic um, but so be besides that though yeah there wasn't really any but i guess besides that and from the arg that cloverfield does every time something new comes out right there was no connection they are very good at mystery social media yeah whatever you want to call that it's up again is it yeah well because they got the sequel coming yeah it actually started um along like probably like four months ago and i got as far on the website as i could um at the time but i'm i've it's updated now and i, have, I haven't done anything yet yeah i uh, me either i'm i'm almost i'm almost gonna click on the website we're pretty close it's uh i'm not gonna do that slusho is the Ugh, website i hate it <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, the cast, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, John Goodman, John Gallagher Jr., and a, uh, I put him in here because he is in the movie, Bradley Cooper. Who is he? Um, he, he's the, the husband oh, on the phone. Oh, right, he's Ben. That's yeah. right. Um, I, I, I am curious because different generations. How did, how do you feel about John Goodman in general? Like, are you a Goodman fan? Do you even know him from much? Seems like a good man. Well, I'm talking about as an actor. I don't care what he's like in his personal life. All actors seem horrible. Yeah. Um. I I don't know I don't too think much you, about well, him. Yeah. Like, yeah. cause I he he was like he was on Roseanne and a bunch of stuff when I was growing up. Uh, or Brother Art. That was like my favorite movie he's in. He's like he has like a fairly bit part, but it's fantastic. Yeah. I, I don't know too much about the the Goodman, the gentleman. Uh. I I was a big fan, so I was super excited to see him in like a darker. He's always kind of a either upbeat or mildly dark characters not it like this is probably the darkest so the, I think this of. is his jim carrey the no. number 24 role it, no except that, that movie was so fucking bad i don't but know like, i don't know if we heard that but let's get a banger audio banger now. audio just in case <laughs> yeah get your fucking phone text off my fault my fault that was you motherfucker i didn't text you oh wait yeah i did <laughs> it was a group chat not my fault um and the plot of this movie a young woman is held in an underground bunker by a man who insists that a hostile event has left the surface of the earth uninhabitable. That's a banger description of that. It's great. It doesn't give too much. I mean, I assume just like the previews, like it has a very focused and like the thing that I love about this movie, it has multiple twists that are not over the top, seem re seem realistic in the scenario and it plays so well. And it's so minimal. Character. It can totally be a standalone movie too. Uh, like this could just be 
a horror movie yeah, that, it didn't, end, that I ends wish it was, with to Alien. be honest. Like, like, I wish it wasn't connected to Cloverfield, because I hate the ending of this movie. I like it. There's things about it I don't like, but overall, I enjoy it. I, I just don't care for it. But I would love to see a prequel of John Goodman's character, because mm-hmm. they do not explain a few things. I just that don't... I'm, I don't think there's enough. No, it would have to be more, but there's enough breadcrumbs to give you more. It'd have to be, like, the Cloverfield tapes, and it's, like, a bunch of different stories, and his is just in it. No. I, I don't think a whole movie about him... Oh, I work. think you could. I think you could, but... Um, we'll get to that later. And do, do you think... I just have one question for you this week. Do you think that the world of Cloverfield post Clover attack, post New York attack is more effectively shown here than in the original Cloverfield? Like how quickly everything went to shit? Cuz cuz with the ending, yes. Cuz you got to like, you got to remember last scene. They yeah. mention it's been like a weekend. Yeah. It's like t- they're they're in this place for like a week maybe, yeah. not even. I think uh, maybe Emmett's in there for a week. Yeah. I think she's there for like 2 days. Yeah, 2 or 3. Um yeah, uh, the post-apocalyptic for sure, mm-hmm. and it's solely because of the very last scene. Yeah, they do a great job explaining like how things, what's happening. Yeah, but up until that, I mean, no, because there's no no reference to it until way late in the movie. Yeah, which I kind of like. No, oh, it needed, if they had done anything prior, I think it would have ruined the, the. They say some things in the movie that we'll talk about when we get into it that I thought were super interesting. Um, but I, I wrote them down in the notes, so okay, when, when we curious. get to it, we'll yeah. get there. I guess let's let's get into it. Hit me. So in the opening scene, a woman named Michelle, who's Mary Elizabeth, is looking outside her apartment window. I guess. Yeah, and and just the whole time until we get to a bunker. Just remember, the camera does not stop moving in any direction. Yeah, they're pretty much just Phoenix forgotten the camera <laughs> on a stick. Uh, she's on the phone with someone arguing, and then uh, she packs up a bunch of her belongings and leaves the house. Cat, bindle, bangle, let's go. Uh, Michelle drives far from the city down to the rural area, and then her fiancé, Ben, the voice of Bradley Cooper, calls her. Ben. What an asshole, Ben. Uh, she answers, but only lets him talk and say how sorry he is, and she shouldn't just leave him over an argument. All couples fight. I actually love that she says nothing, yeah. and then just hangs up on this guy. Uh Michelle hangs up, Ben calls again, and Michelle takes her eyes off the road for a split second when her car gets slammed into by a truck, causing her to flip and roll into a ditch. Bang. Uh, And this is like two minutes into the movie. So you just get into it. Yeah. Let's get Which I really like. They don't drag out this beginning at all. No, not even a little bit. Uh, So then we see Michelle wake up in a, uh, a small room with a head wound and a needle in her arm that's hooked up to, like, a saline drip. Yeah, and, like, this is a very black phone. Yeah, I was going to say, think, think black phone. Like, this is not a comfortable room to be in, for sure. It's literally, like, concrete walls. Half of it's painted white, half of it's not, which is super uh, metaphorical to me, because I'm artsy. And then there's, like, a cot. It's not it. even a cot. It's just a... It's a What's shittier than a blow-up mattress, but still a mattress? Uh, Waterbed? Pile of leaves? <laughs> yeah. It's a pile of leaves on the floor. Like, there's not a frame. There's no, like, a, which would make it a cot. It's, yeah, baby's first apartment. It, my, my mattress is on the floor. It, it, this is a military mattress with no frame. That's the way to say it, yes. yeah. Uh, 
then to her horror, she looks down and see her leg is chained to a pipe. Which, weird, uh, weird apparatus round too, because it's like a leg brace. Yeah, it's like a leg brace that's just got chains yeah, on it. Yeah, it's like, hey, you also want to be in a torture movie? I got you. Like Saw, right? I do like Saw. <laughs> Tobin Bale. Love that, man. Like I gotta look young. Give me this hat. And Give skateboard. me this hat. Backwards hat. Tobin Bell's like that. That should be my Halloween costume for yes, right now. Yes, dude. That is my only Halloween costume. It's my sleep paralysis <laughs> demon. Good God. Uh, she grabs her saline drip pole and pulls her phone toward her to call for help. Unfortunately, though, there's no signal. Um, she hears someone coming downstairs to open the door to the room, and it's a man named Howard, uh, who is John Goodman. Which Howard? Menacing name. Oddly, like. Not always, because we've seen Big Bang Theory, but also, like, if, if most that, scenarios, I'm like, if, if I see a tall man named Howard, I'm like, I'm not fucking with that in, Unless that man is an astrophysicist or a duck, I'm not in. Uh, I'm not fucking with that duck, either. <laughs> that guy's weird as shit. Um, he claims to have rescued Michelle from the car accident and said, basically, hey, I'm keeping you alive, you should be thankful, type thing. And, like, I want to preface... This guy's, like, for the rest of the movie, anytime this guy speaks, he has an odd way of explaining things that sound menacing, because he's very short yeah. and direct, and doesn't always say the right phrasing of things to make it sound, like, quote-unquote normal. Yeah, it's which just is a very super good blunt way movie. of speaking. Yeah, but, like, there's things that's like, if you had just said this differently... It, things would be much it's, better. It's not scary, but you're an asshole. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good way. He, like, you just sound like a dick. Um, Howard offers Michelle a pair of wooden crutches to help her remain mobile with her leg injury sustained from the accident and tells her to get good on those and that, unfortunately, no one is going to be looking for her. And that's like one of those phrases. Like, she's yes. like, well, my boyfriend knows I was coming. He'll send somebody. And, he just and says, then he just goes, no one's coming to look for you. I, no one's coming. And he just closes the door like, and leaves. Maybe maybe phrase that a little different. Yeah. Maybe have a crudite out. Like, get, you some, know, get, get some hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, like, be a host, goddammit. <laughs> At least get me some soup. Right? A fucking goldfish, maybe. God, I love soup. I love you. I like soup. What? I like hot liquids. You're so weird. I know. I have weird things. I'm not a <laughs> fan of. Like, I have, so like, specific weird. genres where I'm like, nope, I don't fuck with that. That, like... That pause was just like, hold on. I don't like hot chocolate. This is where you stand? That's fucking animalistic. Yeah. I hate you. I get it. I hate you. I get it. Listen to music, asshole. I don't. I know. I listen to books and podcasts. <laughs> Mostly ours on loop. Carry on my work There will be peace when you're done. No, there won't. <laughs> we fight every day of our lives. Um... Hold on. I just want everybody Zach, to know, Zach's been attacked by a cat. I got a cat on my lap, and that means I can't move for a long time. I'm going to keep going. Yes. Um, Michelle instantly sets about carving the tip of one of the crutches into a spear to attack Howard with. She rightfully has deciphered this is a murder scenario. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get touched yeah. or turned into fudge. Yes. And I don't like either. <laughs> I get turned into fudge. I'm curious how that works. Uh, I'm a bit of a chocolatier. Get out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> you saw that movie, right? The new Wonka? Yeah, it was good. I liked was it. Was it? I liked it. How are the Oompa Loompas? There's really only one, and he's pretty unnecessary. Mm. But he's good. 
Hashtag make Oompa Loompas great again. Oh, they're making a show, so. Are they? It's like a cartoon. That's pretty out. fucking worthless. I think it's Takai's doing it, so maybe it'll be good. I don't know. He's let me down recently. But anyway, murder. <laughs> uh, the next time Howard shows up, Michelle tries to stab him with the sharpened crutch. Uh, but she is unsuccessful, and Howard quickly grabs and sedates her with a syringe of undisclosed chemical. He walked in with it, which seemed odd. Probably just, I keep that thing on me. Yeah, he's a prepared man. Yeah. Uh, there's a really good scene right here. So, she, like, they go in a montage where she's sharpening the crutch, and then she's standing by the door waiting. And then yeah. I love it because it seems more realistic, which they're very good at doing this time, this movie. Um where she stands by the door waiting for him to come in and she's like gives up she stands there for like it's unbroken like 45 seconds of her just standing yeah and then she just drops her arms it's like yeah like why would he just walk back in so she has to like make a noise or something to get yeah. him back in but yeah maybe so, that's why so, so what she does um is she she has a couple matches on like matches in her pocket oh and yeah. she takes i think it's a sheet and lights the sheet on oh, fire and right. throws it in the air vent. That's right. And sets the yeah thing on, the alarm off. Yeah, and that's what makes him come down. I forgot about that. Yeah, but I love that because it's so realistic. Because like, in horror movies all the time you see, like, okay, I'll just wait by the door, which I agree, also do that because that's how you murder the murderer. But I love that she just like, fuck. Of course. <laughs> my arms are tired. I'm a goddamn idiot. Yep. Uh, when she comes to from the sedation, Howard calmly explains to Michelle that there's been an attack up on the surface and that the air is unbreathable now. So he brought Michelle down to the bunker um, beneath his farm, essentially. And th there's a lot of, I saved your life, you should be thanking me. Yeah. And this is how you treat bees. Um, Howard brings Michelle up to the airlock to see what's going on outside. Um, nothing appears unusual besides two dead pigs that Howard is very upset about. Yeah, they're like mangled dead too. Yeah. It's like audibly a gasping. And they have names that I didn't write down. But I just think remember. like James and Velveeta. No, those are those are saved for certain things. <laughs> Velveeta's a very t uh, important name to me. That's a family name. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Velveeta Kraft Johnson. I'm so sorry, sir. Thank I didn't you, I didn't know you were a member of the Esquire. Velveeta family. <laughs> It'd actually be the Johnson family. I didn't know. I didn't know. Big That's Mister Velveeta to you. <laughs> right this way, sir. Right this way. Is is Miss Velveeta a character like Mister Peanut? Like, is it just like a glop of cheese that wears a monocle on his top hat, and talks like a monster? No, it's it's the block of cheese, and he's wearing skivvies, <laughs> a a loose plaid flannel, and like no, he needs like jean shorts, and it, but they're like jean booty shorts yes and and he's got like wheat coming out of his mouth like ah, a single he's a, farmer. a grain of wheat farmer velveeta from the farm velveeta clan <laughs> we've been on this land for 1300 years this is my daddy's barn yep. my dad was fermented here <laughs> and his father before him and one day i'll turn into blue cheese just like That's that right. brother and we're <laughs> blue cheese <laughs> that got me. Oh my god. When we die, we churn into glue. You know, son, one day I won't be around anymore. You'll have to take on the name of Velveeta. Are you sure you're ready for that? That's the entire life. Talking, talking to a block of baby Swiss. Yeah. 
yes, just a dad. hole in the brain. Yes, Dad. It's like uh, it's got the hole hole in the head, so it's not quite right. <laughs> Velveeta Swish just ain't quite the boy. Oh my God. <laughs> well, we just made a whole fucking yeah. There's another one. Now, add that to the list of scarpy lore. The Velveeta Clam. The Velveeta Clam. <laughs> is that is that our Jethro zombies? Velveeta sponsor me. Yes, that yes it is. Thank you. All right, that that'll be on our our cabin in the woods list. <laughs> Velveeta zombies. <laughs> Clan Velveeta. Every year I bet on Velveeta zombies. <laughs> I just want to see Velveeta zombies once. <laughs> oh, God damn it! That was so good. Oh my god. Sorry, sorry everybody that you didn't think of it. You're yeah. welcome for hearing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's fucking copyright, trademark reserved. I'll fucking sue you over that. Yes. I own Velveeta. <sighs> Can I make claims like that? No. I just did. No. I, we are not associated. Please, please attack that man Zach, solely. Zach just said he owns Velveeta. That's true. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm so sorry. So he takes her up to the airlock. Uh, nothing appears unusual, but Michelle spots Howard's truck with red paint on the side. What the fuck? And she recognizes it as the truck that hit her. Spooky. Uh, from the bedroom now, a clattering sound is heard from outside. Um, I love this because John Goodman just leaves to beat the fuck out yeah, of somebody. Yeah, he's like, God damn it. <laughs> what did you up. do? Yeah, um, Howard goes to yell at someone off screen, and Michelle leaves the room to find a younger man named Emmett. Uh, he's got a broken arm, and Howard says, "Yeah, he just knocked over a week's worth of food, and he's sorry, Which isn't he's he?" Very sorry for <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Emmett is a very normal person, and Howard is not. Emmett, just I look at him and I'm like, "That 70s show." I don't know why. Uh, that's weird. I don't get that. At I don't all. know why. But no, nah, he's but just now like that, a na- dude. Now that I know he's the killer from Hush, I love that man. Do you? I love that fucking movie. It was good. Hush is so good. Like, the o- solid. My only problem with it is he takes off his mask way too early. I think that spoil- spoils a lot of that for me, unfortunately. Um, so Emmett appears more much friendlier than Howard. Uh, he explains. He's like got goldfish. He's like you hungry. Yeah, you want some? You want <laughs> some you goldies? Goldies. Got this handful. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's one hand. You just you eat him. the one good arm. You just eat him right out of my hand if you uh-huh. want. You bird. Um, he explains that he actually willingly joined Howard in the bunker. Um, after saying, yeah, I helped him build it. Yeah. Like, like this is where I, I ran here. I came I f- here on purpose. I fought to get inside because I knew it would be safe. Uh, and this is what I was talking about earlier. Uh, he claims to have seen the attack occur, describing red flashes, mm-hmm. and then running to get inside in which he broke his arm. Um, these flashes, I think... Because he describes them as red flashes, right? But I think it actually, and I could be could be just being wild here. I think it's the ships, like coming out of like hyperspace, because they're oh. huge creature vessels, right? Right. Or it could be like these. Well, we don't know what weapons they have. Yeah, right? I, I guess I didn't really think other than like this is part of an attack. So it's su- super weird that that I watched this movie so recently. Um, this movie called Leave the World Behind, which is uh, fucking trash. Okay. Fuck this movie. Ethan Hawke couldn't save it. Julia Roberts <laughs> couldn't save it. 
fucking. Oh, I see. It's on Netflix. Yeah, the guy that's yeah. playing the new Blade could not save it. Oh man, that guy's such a good actor. I cannot say his that name, movie but... makes me so fucking mad, dude. Um, but so they have basically the same thing happens, except it's another government, and it's like this is a three-stage plan to topple any world government. Oh. First, they take out communication, stuff like that, you know? Oh, really? And it, 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 to- exactly it felt very similar. Does. It felt very similar to a rant Goodman goes on. I love that rant, too, because oh, I, I really like, because, again, this movie is very ambiguous about what happened because nobody knows. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, this is could totally go any direction. Mm-hmm. Like, he could be lying. It could it's be just, now, like, Emmett has... Who's crazy here? Well, so Emmett's confirming, like, something happens. It's like, was it government attack? Was it something else? Aliens. A- aliens. Because <laughs> John Goodman even says, if the Martians found their way here, they yeah, he said if butter it, our toast. He said, I think it's either the Russians or the Martians. Yeah. Like, he, he doesn't know, but he's... He, and at this point, you've found he's a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, Howard, uh, later on, makes Michelle and Emmett join him for a family dinner. Um, is ready. Michelle engages in pleasant conversation with Emmett that appears to come off as sort of flirty between flirty the birdie. two. And, and she's doing it on purpose, too, for, like, she's trying to get a rise out yeah. of Howard. Because Howard originally had said, uh, you don't touch each other, you can barely talk to each other. Yeah, he's very coarse with Emmett on anything and very gentle with Michelle for the mm-hmm. most part and, like, clearly has a soft spot for her. Which yeah. But when this happens, he jumps out of his chair. Yeah. He says, what the fuck did I tell you to? Uh, ba- like, gets in Michelle's face. Michelle's up against a wall. He is berating. Yeah, and it's more, like, this comes up all the time is the, you know, this is how how you treat me. I saved your life. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, he warns them not to behave like that. And when he's not looking, yelling at Emmett, she steals his keys. Which, uh, good plan. Um, like, we, we hear a rumble overhead over the uh, bunker, distracting everyone, but giving Michelle a chance to smash a fucking beer bottle over Howard's head. Uh, so there, there is a scene. They sit back down, and he goes to open a bottle with that's on his keys with a bottle opener, mm-hmm. and then he notices his keys gone, and then the rumble, which I really liked, because she was like, all right, I got this. Yeah. And she just has to make a run for it. Uh, so she sprints out toward the airlock to try and get out, and she stands in the airlock... With the door closed behind her, uh, basically between the outside and inside, as Howard begs her not to go. Uh, A car arrives and a middle-aged woman uh, approaches and pleads to be let inside, but her skin is clearly deformed as a result of some sort of infection. It looks like burns. Yeah, like Burns, radiation, stuff like that. Um, Howard urges Michelle not to let her in as this woman is screaming, Please. Please. Let me in, you bitch. Please. Um, and then she starts slamming her own head on the airlock door. I'm going to tell you, not a good plan, Pepper. <laughs> um, so she's dead. <laughs> yeah, she killed herself. Uh, yeah. So far as zero murders. Michelle realizes, oh, shit's actually fucked up. Yeah, b- belief is set in now. Goes back inside, and now fearing that Howard may be right about some kind of chemical weapons attack. Which I really like that setup to... Just continue. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, like, kind of the twist one, where it's like, oh, this guy's just fucking weird, but okay, he's right. Yeah. Michelle begins to listen to, to Howard more. Uh, he apologizes for his previous behavior and admits to hitting her car. Yes. Um, he then tells Michelle that he has, she has to stitch up the wound on his head from the broken bottle. Yeah, and, and 
Essentially, he hit her car and took her out of supposed, like, kindness to save her. Because, yeah. like, he didn't want anybody in this place. It was just him. And Emmett fought his way in, and now she's involved. Uh, so over the next several days here, the trio become friendlier with each other and start almost being like a family. They, yeah, the they get a little family vibe going. They do a puzzle? They do do a puzzle. They play Definitely. games. Yeah. Um, Howard lets Michelle borrow clothes belonging to his daughter, Megan, who he lost uh, to his wife. It, it, so here, it, I like how he says it. She's not, she's not with us anymore. Yeah. Like, again, the way this guy speaks, you can't always take take the meaning for how it sounds. Yeah. So even right there, if you first time watching, it's like, is she dead or is she just gone? Yeah. And he also shows Michelle a picture of Megan. Right. Uh, Michelle and Emmett also bond with Emmett discussing how he actually had a chance to play sports for a university, but he skipped the chance to leave the town because he was afraid to. I really like uh, his story. And I don't know. Did you write it down? Because I, I, so, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So he says, I, I lived my life and I chose to live my life in a 40 mile radius. Um, I, I was actually like all state track star. Right. And I got a full scholarship out of out of the city to the big big university um, they gave me a bus ticket to take and I stared at that ticket and the night before I got I decided to get so drunk that I would miss the bus yep because I was too scared that I would be a failure I, I really like that story because it seems realistic and I like the line he's like I showed that bus ticket to anybody I that yeah he he I went around town it. showing yeah. it to everyone like, he was so proud of it and then he just couldn't go through with it which, I get it. Sad time. Yeah. But I liked his story. It gave him a more realistic character without having mm -hmm. to like build him a lot. 100%, yeah. They did a really good job. Like, oh, this him. is a real real sad guy. Yeah. And it kind of makes sense why he's just kind of this podunk guy. Um, yeah, and then after this, Michelle recounts a time where she saw a little girl being abused by her dad at a hardware store. Um, and she feels guilty because in that moment... She just walked away and did nothing. Um, and the reason she feels guilty is because she also had a troubled childhood so, like that. Right. And so, like, and again, more credence building her character. She ended up with a guy who was also a piece of shit with this Ben, whoever he is. You don't know what happened, but, you know, it wasn't good. Yeah. Uh, just really good and quick character building, which I always appreciate. Just moments of humanity. Yeah. Because it's, it's, I find, especially in horror movies, it's just... You just have these bland characters. Yeah. And they really made you care about these folks. <clears throat> um, so one day now, the air filtration system goes down, and only Michelle is small enough to make the crawl through the vents to get to it. Which, for such a prepper, kind of weird. So they set it up well, though. So there, there's a hatch that oh, he yeah. can just pull down, That's but it's right. stuck. So someone has to go through the vent. That's right. Something's fell on the hatch in like a earthquake yeah. type shaking and she and he says if you get stuck in there we cannot help you you will die you fuck kid uh so she crawls through these ducks she resets the unit but also while she's in that room notices a ladder leading to outside just beneath a window and she's gonna take a peeky on this window is help basically like carved in it looks like with like with nail nail somebody's using their hand to with the L and P having traces of blood on it. And so, like, this is a twist, too, where it's like, oh, this guy is fucked yeah. up. 
On the floor in this room, Michelle finds two bloody earrings that she recognizes from the picture of Megan she was shown earlier. Right. She shows the picture to Emmett later on uh, while they're alone, who says the girl in the picture is really a girl from his high school named Brittany who went missing. So he even says, like, she she went missing a few years back. Yeah. So this is old, which, okay. We're getting fucked up Goodman here. The two realize that Howard is, in fact, a threat. Howard and they Badman. Need, they need to get the fuck out of there. Yes. Um, so Michelle and Emmett start stealing Howard's tools, and they actually start making a homemade, like, biohazard suit and gas mask. So, and I want to build that a little more real quick, because... So we didn't really say she wants to be a designer. So she's got, she's always looking at magazines and drawing um, clothing and whatnot. And she looks at a rubber ducky shower curtain mm-hmm. and just has like an epiphany moment, but doesn't say anything. And then she shows Emmett her drawing without showing the the audience. Yeah. Like I can, you know, I can do this, but I can probably only build one. So you don't quite know what they're doing right away. They do their little steel plant steel tool plan and then you see it kind of laid out of this rubber ducky shower curtain hazmat suit i don't know just a really funny way to do it yeah like, I, it was, I liked it, was it nice. though like i it, liked it they didn't spoon feed you anything and then it's like oh this makes a lot of sense um so we get a like a short montage of this where they're stealing shit hiding it building this Michelle's hiding it under her bed, stuff like Which, that. Yeah, again, she's in the same room. There's only thing on the ground here is a... There's a bed and a lamp. Yeah. Is the lamp even on the ground? I don't think so. I think it's just on the wall. No, it's definitely like a floor, a floor lamp. Is there one? Yeah. I know there's lights on the wall, too. I can't, couldn't remember. There. Um, oh, yeah. There is like, yeah. It's like a small lamp. Now, Howard uh, pretty ominously just says, Hey, I need to talk to you, too. Yeah. <laughs> Come here, y'all. In the living room, he takes a deep sigh, walks up to a little, like, cabinet, opens it, and pulls out a 50-gallon barrel. Well, and it's like a, a hidden cabinet. Yeah. Can't, it's built into the wall. Yeah. I also love, what is, what's in it? Or what is it? So a barrel. It, it, is, it is a barrel of perchloric acid. Kind of weird. And he says, Emmett, open that. Yep. Emmett has one hand... <laughs> One good hand right now. So they, they bring it uh, into, like, the bathroom? I don't know where they are, because it's, like, this storage room more yeah. than anything. And they open the barrel, and, yep, that's acid. Yep. And he says, yeah, um, this can dissolve like anything. It dissolves humans down to the bone. Mm-hmm. Now, there's something I need to ask you to. I do want to cut back real quick before this scene, because mm-hmm. it's fantastic. When they're playing charades... Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like yeah. you can't skip this I, I, Man, so this I, I right didn't even be- write that down, yeah. This is right before this scene, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so they're playing charades. Emmett and uh, Michelle go. They get it. I can't even remember what it is. Uh, then it's Emmett and Howard's turn. We're, we're going to roleplay this. You're going to be Emmett. I'm going to be Howard. This is great. Okay. This, this is incredible. All right. So Howard is, is the one giving clues to who he is, who his, his secret character is. Right? Well, no, I want to do the one before that first. Emmett, uh, go. Yeah. Uh, so Emmett asks Howard. So he's explaining. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, "Oh, okay. Small. Oh. Bit, uh, not <laughs> I large." Forgot this. Uh, yeah. Howard's guessing 
He, 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 you can tell he's intelligent here because he goes petite, little, yeah, petite, whatever. Small, tiny. Couple, he has a couple of words I wasn't even familiar with, yeah. I think. Like, very good uh, vocabulary. And so he goes, little. Okay, got it. And then oh, he goes, oh, what Michelle is. And he says, girl. girl. Princess. And he, he stumbled. He's literally, um, um, um. Gr- um gr- girl. Like, gr- girl. He, he can't say anything other than this. He doesn't recognize her as anything other than a little girl. This is probably the most ominous thing in yes. the movie. It, that's why I want to bring it up. Because this is really good. I, I, like, blocked it out. That's it's, crazy. Oh, it's really creepy, too. <sighs> so he can't get it. The, the buzzer goes off. And it's clearly woman. So as the buzzer goes off, he says, "Little princess." Yes. <sighs> Super creepy. I hate it. I hate it. I'm get. I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah. Thinking about he, it. He has so like, and we've built up. He has this kind of odd obsession with Michelle, and yeah. We now know something ominous happened with this other girl. Um. So. Uh. And, and right after, like, they're just staring, like, "What the fuck?" Come yeah. On. There's just a moment of silence where it's like, "Oh man." That's that's pretty fucked up, actually. Yeah, because they know they know something bad happened. They like they know yeah. what's going on, and uh, Howard even goes, oh, "Next time, be a little more clear with yeah. your clues." Yeah. It's like fuck off. <laughs> he well, like ne- next time, try a little harder. Like what? It, and it's just more into the character. Like this guy's always right. Yeah. That's this character. This is this man. You got a touch of the tism. Th- this guy is tism. <laughs> um, all right, and then we get to the next one. Yeah, this is, this is incredible. So Howard, he his first his first clue off rip, it said exactly like this. I'm always watching. Uh, <laughs> I'm always watching. God, I see everything. I would have said Batman right here, <laughs> but like he has got nothing. I would have said I would have said Clan Velveeta. <laughs> yeah, that's probably that was probably more accurate. Yeah, just literally, just I'm always watching. He, I see he, everything. I yeah, know what like, you're yeah. doing, and and. Yeah, so Emmett's here is just so I, right. I got it. I I knew what he was saying. I knew I knew the character. It's Santa Claus. Oh yeah. Mary Elizabeth has to yell out, "You're Santa Claus!" Because right. well, Emmett is is starting to be like, "Hey man, I don't know what you're talking about." Because he thinks Emmett or he thinks Howard is like, "I know I know what the yeah. fuck you two are this doing." This isn't a game right now. And he's like, "Howard, I don't know what you. I don't. I don't." And then and Howard's just repeating, just screaming, yelling. yelling. I know. I'm always watching. I always know. And then I see you, Santa Claus. Another short break, and Howard goes, "Well, good job, Michelle, but uh, that was that was Emmett's turn. I'm gonna take the point for I'm that. Keeping that point. <laughs> I love that. It's like, oh, great levity. It was. Like, oh well. She even says, I don't know if you heard it. It's really quiet. She goes, Oh well, you earned it. Yeah. It's like, damn, that was good. I, I love that scene yeah, so much. That part's a banger. It is. And it's so creepy and then ends up with just a it's a nothing scene almost. Um and then we'll we'll get back to, to the the perchloric acid right yes, now. Yes, so now now we're in so, acid land. Yeah, he says, I got I gotta ask you two something. And then pulls out tools from behind his back, the basically like a, a box cutter and stuff that they were using to make the suit. Right. He goes, What the hell are these for? Huh? What are you two doing with these? You think I'm an idiot? Yeah, you think I'm stupid? He throws him in the acid. It was a sizzle. Um, and he's just like, what the fuck are you two doing? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? You, I'm, I've been so nice to you, shit like that. And he goes... It's another of the... This is how you repay me moment. Yeah. He, he says this, this is like how you repay times me. in this movie. And Emma goes, okay, look, it was me. Michelle had nothing to do with it. I, this is all me. 
I wanted your gun. I wanted a weapon so that she would respect me as much as she respects you. Super good. And he's got curve. like a Howard's got like a hand cannon, like a like a forty five. Yeah, this like, is not a tiny gun. That's a nice gun. Yeah. Um. And you've also found out he was in the mil- uh He was. He Navy. was in. The, he was in the Navy fourteen years. Yeah. So like, th- it makes a little more sense why he's such like a prepper mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And then he just went government. Yeah. Crazy. And he says, "That's what this is about." Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry, man. You're sorry. You're sorry. Accept your. I accept your apology, and then bang, shoots him in the fucking head. No, no stopping. It is slightly horrifying. And this, the next twenty seconds are amazing. Oh yeah. So gun goes off, and we get almost from the the auditorial auditory auditory. We get like the auditory perspective of Michelle, because her ears immediately start ringing yeah, which you can barely hear would anything. happen um and like, she not worse she basically falls back up against the wall and starts cowering holding her ears and you hear just just right in the back of the you, you almost can't hear in it. the back of the ringing you hear howard go hey it's okay out we're, of the corner we're, of we're, we're okay everything is fine now we're gonna be fine now the problem is gone yes uh Again, hor- this guy is callous about it, too. Mm-hmm. He has no remorse or care of what just happened. And then, him. well, this next scene, I'll only talk about for a second here. Okay. Uh, so, Michelle is sitting on Emmett's bed, where Emmett was sleeping, just distraught, upset. And you you know, because Emmett was making, like, a little cutout magazine portrait, and you can see it mm-hmm. behind her. Like, how you can kind of tell it's not her room. And... Howard comes up with a bowl of ice cream and an ice cream cone, and he says, uh, "We're gonna have ice cream before dinner tonight. You change it up because we're uh, we're we're gonna be happy now, basically." Uh, and he's he says, "Which one do you want?" She doesn't reply. No. And he says, "Well, Megan always liked the ice cream bowl more because it's less messy," yeah. and just leaves it. Which that's insane. Ice cream cone is all cone day. all day, all fucking day, all day. Are you a cake cone or a waffle cone guy? Prefer a waffle, personally. Intr- so it for me it depends on the ice cream. That's fair. It's, I would say in general I'm going waffle, but I can like if I'm going like a more vanilla, I'm probably going cake. See, I'm the opposite. If I'm going straight vanilla, I'll take a waffle cone. Okay. But if it's if there's a different flavor in there, kind of prefer the cake cone, bro. Really? Um, there's a a park out here that I used to go to when I was a kid. Uh, it's in Scottsdale. It's like a train park. Like, they have a bunch of train rides and stuff there. Oh, yeah, I think I know. Um, um, it's like South Scottsdale area? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Indian Steel, I think is what it's called. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and, Steel Inc., something like that. And um, they have a little little shoppy there where you can get ice cream. And that's like the fondest memory of my childhood huh. is their whatever vanilla ice cream they used in a waffle cone, unbeatable. Banger. Unbeat. I can taste it right now talking about I it. I mean... I just always want a cone. It's just, more importantly, who the fuck chooses bowl? You psychopath. I, no. No. There's never a time where Unless I'm Unless you're getting, over. like, a waffle bowl. That's the different scenario. Like, because then we're talking about some real shit. Yeah. That, now I'm fucking up with toppings. Like, there's going to be whole Oreos. You fuck with fish. fried ice cream? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Fried ice cream will yeah. fuck me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. We're, we're American, baby. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can fry anything in the South. <laughs> Um, 
You're a toppings guy, huh? Pretty much. I mean, I love a good gummy uh, gummy bear in my on ice cream. Yeah, nobody. Everything. No, weird. dude. I'm so I'll give you froyo. I'll throw I'll some. I'll take either. I'll throw some toppings on some froyo. I prefer ice cream just straight up though. Uh, froyo definitely is heavier topping based, but I'll take uh. Like a good Oreo crumble or like a cookie crumble on an ice cream. Like a dusting. Like, no, I like chunk. Like a chunk so, of ice cream. Like a cookies and cream. So if you've ever there. ever listened to the show, you know I fuck with some fruity pebbles. Oh yeah. Fruity pebble whipped cream. You. I love uh, whipped cream. Amazing. I thought you were gonna say fruity pebbles in ice cream. They still get soggy, and that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they do. Um, also, like, fruity pebbles chocolate bars. Bang. They've not had that. Bang. I want a Fruity it, Pebbles Rice Krispie right now. It's though. white chocolate. Ugh. Yeah, that changes oh, for you. I've had those. They're too sweet, actually. A cereal bar? No, it's yeah, not a cereal I, bar. It essentially a cereal bar. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yep. <laughs> That's a hill I won't die on. Exactly. Um. <laughs> so what happened in this terrifying yeah, scene? Yeah. Anyway, so after that, Michelle finishes the suit, and we're gonna make our escape now. And again, like. So quick. This movie has gone so fast, but it mm-hmm. doesn't, doesn't feel like it. She just decides it's fucking time. Yep. Get out time. So she is finishing the suit, and here's Howard calling for her. So she says, I gotta hide this shit. Because um, it's dinner time. Tucks in the, the uh, suit. suit underneath her mattress. Where she's and, been hiding. And puts the gas mask in the vent in her room. Right. Which she has like a panic mode of, oh, fuck. Where to put this? Yeah, so he comes in and says, like, hey, dinner's ready. And when he goes to leave, a screw from the vent falls out and hits the ground. There's a really good scene right before, and I don't know why I liked it, but she's panicking, figure out what to do. They glance up at the at the uh, vent, and you kind of get this, like, is she going to make it vibe? Yeah. And then they show Howard walk in, and he's in front of the camera, and then moves out of the way, and she's turning on a light. Yeah. Like, so inconspicuously. I don't know. I really appreciated that. Just the visual was solid. Like, oh, I was just going to do some reading. Yeah, so the screw hits the ground and he goes, Why's your vent open, Michelle? Reaches up, opens the vent, puts his hands in. And we get a shot from inside the, the vent good. where the gas mask is just out of reach. You know, you've seen John Goodman. He's a very large man. Yeah, literally, like, probably an inch away from where yeah, he can grab He can just barely not touch it. And he goes, He closes it back up, turns around, and then sees a little piece of fabric poking out from under Michelle's bed. The ducky betrayed her. And he says, stand up. Get the fuck up. <laughs> she goes, why? He goes, you, you're going to stand up right now. Questions are no longer an option. Yeah. Flips the mattress, sees the suit, and he <laughs> literally, this is my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> he just goes, Oh shit! Yep. <laughs> he hulks out at this point, and she runs, jumps away from him. They they go on a little chase yeah, here we're, for a we're minute. We're struggle mode. And then I also sorry to back up a little bit again. It is important. He like shaved and got nicely dressed yeah. for their dinner and whatnot. So it's like even more ominous. Yeah, he's been like bearded out this whole yeah, time. Yeah, now he, he's, he's like, been rough. I'm gonna look presentable. Right after a good murder, and I think what's I guess I'll touch on that too. I think what's so scary about that is they don't show him shaving. No, he just walks in and, and sh- looks entirely different. Yeah, he's got a nice button up on. Like he went from aliens man to 
businessman. I'm just a simple... No. Alien man. I get it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're running around the house, and she kicks the barrel of acid you gotta set up that scene a little more. You you take it's it. So good. You take it, my detailed man. So this is again like the tenth time. He's like, I saved your life. This is how you treat me. And then she goes, No, this is how. This is how. And kicks the barrel yeah. over. And the good man just drops because this is obviously strong acid. Yeah, and he's he goes face first. Yeah, this acid. and he's screaming. Instant scream. It's bad. And then also, what happens? So she she climbs over him, grabs the suit. <laughs> she does a great like parkour out of the yeah. window, out of the door. She too. hits like incredible like grabs the door frame, swings through yeah. it like it's, it's fantastic. She grabs the suit and she says, "I gotta go through this vent." Yep, vent time. <laughs> climbs into the vent, <laughs> and. And while she's climbing through the vent, Howard's just stabbing into the vent with a knife. Yeah, these spookies. Uh, what also happens with the acid they show, too, it hits a cord yeah. and starts a fire. Yeah. So now we're on a now we're on a clock. Um, so he just is stabbing through the vent. He doesn't hit her. But he eventually does reach up through an opening and grab her foot. Um, and you just see a burnt hand. Yeah, this is, this is, because he fell on his right side, so, like, you got a glimpse of him when he's, prior, when he stands up, yeah. like, he's got that two-faced body a, going on. 100%, yeah. Like, so, somebody shot acid at this boy. Um, so he grabs onto her foot, and she, she just barely manages to kick it away. She, like, breaks his hand or something, doesn't she? Like, so, yeah, so, her whole weight of her leg is slamming this man's hand into an air vent, and then, Either his hand just comes off, which I think is what happens. It, I, that's what I thought, because the acid like, yeah. is burning away still. I think either his his hand just comes off, or it fucking snaps. Yeah, one of the two, but that thing get, gets a cruncher. Uh, the fire starts spreading through the bunker, and Michelle puts on the suit and the gas mask, and preps to head outside. So she's back where she was originally with the air filtration system, right. where the ladder is. Um, she, I love this, too. So she... I guess the I, I need to preface this. We did this. skip this yeah. part earlier. earlier on when when Michelle was stitching Goodman up, um, they have a drink. They have a drink, and he says he wanted on the rocks and tips like a a canned air upside down, yeah, like he used on like a computer, yeah, to... like a duster, yeah. And he uses the the cold compressed air to like chill his drink, like Which, the cup on the outside. Yeah, if you have, if you've never used one, those things get super cold. Yeah, they do. do. Do not turn those upside down. No. they will hurt um, and explode eventually. <laughs> And she's sees this lock on the hatch at the end of the ladder. And she turns the can upside down and is spraying the hell out of it, hitting it with the can. It's not opening. Well, she knows the lock's there from before, and yeah. I love it because she sprays it and hits it, and then it's just like, why didn't it work? Yeah. They're really oh. like, this should have done it. And then she keeps going. She sprays it more, hits it more, sprays it more. Bang, bang, bang. The music is gone. It, the music yeah. cuts out. It's like, this is hopeless. So, so perfect. And the last hit, chink, lock opens. I mean, it's always the last hit. It's always the last hit. Yeah. I don't know. If I was, if I was doing that, I'd probably keep hitting a couple more times before. Just I in case. Yeah. Did I <laughs> get it? Fucker. Oh man, this broke like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Could have been gone. Now I'm on fire. <laughs> I'm, 
I'm just on fire now. I'm gonna blow up this. Lock. I'm gonna blow up this bar mitzvah. <laughs> um, and she heads outside. So on the surface, the sun's shining and everything is calm. It's like a beautiful day. It's it's the the most beautiful. You get a really good shot of like close up her face in the gas mask, like mm-hmm. breathing, like. So it still seems weird, and she kind of just looked like a crazy person. Yeah. So this gas mask is made of like Pepsi bottles. Uh, it's yeah. Like, it's like a two-liter thing, but it's, it's like a real yeah. N95 like it has it has filtration. Yeah. So it's a real mask. She just got a face cover on it. Um. So yeah, she sees Howard's truck and goes over to it, and then on his truck, she accidentally rips the hazmat suit and freaks yeah. out. So she brought a roll of duct tape with her. She drops to the ground and. Vigorous wraps up. her leg. Um, but then she hears and sees a flock of birds overhead. And she says, Oh. Takes off the mask and breathes some fresh air. And it's fucking breathable. Right? It's a good day. She climbs up on top of Howard's truck to view her surroundings and spots what originally seems like a helicopter in the distance. Oh, man, I didn't get that. Maybe because I'd already seen it. I don't remember my original. Um, Suddenly, behind her, the bunker explodes from the fire that we had seen before. Attracting the attention of whatever this thing in the distance is. It's just hovering there. It's hovering in place, and then it does, like, a real quick turn towards... It's like a head whip. Um, As it approaches, Michelle realizes it's actually a massive hovercraft. (laughs) Oh, come on! Literally. Um, I love that. I love that line. It, it's so... It almost feels out of place, but I like it. I don't think so, because like, this is like twist four for me. It's like, how? Yeah. <laughs> everything was true? <laughs> Come on! Everything keeps getting worse for me. Like, everything, I, every bad thing I thought was true. Yep. Michelle jumps in the truck and um, is frantically trying to find keys as we see the ship getting closer and we see two tentacles come out and grab something and throw it into just, the corner field it. and then it just veers off it it does a does a drift away uh-huh uh, she remembers earlier on she had seen a car or she, uh, she sees it in the back in the rearview mirror doesn't she yeah so she sees yeah that's right she sees a car and runs towards it that's the the other woman's car i think mm-hmm. she tries to get into the car uh, but that sets off the alarm and lights start flashing. This attracts an alien creature, uh-huh. the alien that was dropped from this craft. Uh, Michelle runs back into like this coop shed type thing, yeah, like a like chicken coop almost, um, to hide. Um, and she peers out of the little wood slats to see this alien straight up lifting this car. Uh, it then starts just attacking the shed. This is where I'm less Cloverfield and more the thing. I don't know why. I didn't like how the thing really? looked at all. Yeah, I thought it looked horrible. Um, like not digitally. Like they did a really good job digitally, but I just the yeah. So I don't. Of it, I, I don't really about. like it either. Um, I think they should have made it more like the parasites. That's that's what have made more sense. Yeah, because like, then it would have been a great addition to it. Mm-hmm. But because it's just got like this. It's a they wi- keep showing this like mouth. It's got like a proboscis. Like, it, yeah, like, it's super. Cur- that's just weird. Like, it's, I, it's uncomfortable to look at for sure. Yeah, it's like think of like the xenomorph mouth 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 mouth. Yes, but uh, phallic in shape. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't care for it. I thought it was a bad design. Yeah, it's interesting. 
Oh, um, yeah. I just didn't. I, I was just... The whole movie, I'm like, hell yeah, serial killer movie, let's go. And then I was like, I, it, my reaction was, come on. <laughs> uh, Michelle tries to find the keys to the car um, on a dead woman nearby in the shed. And just as she finds the keys, the alien pokes its head through the flap door of the barn. Uh, Michelle points the key fob towards the car and turns off the alarm. This causes the alien to back out and go check other shit out. Yeah. Uh, she then crawls out the flap door and runs to the nearby farmhouse, now being chased by this alien. Just as she nears the front of the house, the giant alien craft appears behind it, and the ground creature runs away. Bye! <laughs> Mom's home! See you later! Mom made Velveeta tonight. <laughs> Whoa, you don't make Velveeta. Uh, Velveeta chooses you. <laughs> the craft slowly rises and moves towards Michelle, spreading like a, a green gas um, as it moves. Michelle runs back to the truck and puts on the mask again, and the alien spacecraft comes up to her and essentially picks the truck yeah, up. Yeah, it's like, you're mine now. Yeah. My property. We're having soft tacos later. <laughs> <laughs> White people taco night. Let's get some dollar store queso. That's how you have Velveeta. <laughs> White people taco night. Unseasoned ground beef. Oh, yeah. We don't put salt on this. It's spicy enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's spicy enough. You got some water on the side for dipping. Um. <laughs> Disgusting, right? Water with pepper. Yeah. <laughs> only a only a dash of pepper though. Yeah, I don't want to get too crazy. Um and we we now see this ship is also just another alien creature. Uh-huh. <laughs> I live inside this. It's got a mouth. <laughs> it yeah, this, it has this mouth looks even worse. It has So think like nope, right? Where the the ship is the is the Oh, alien. yeah. But Instead of having a square hole for a mouth, it has this proboscis mixed with like predators for yeah, four jaw mouth. Four mouth, yeah. It's not good. Uh, Michelle looks into the back of the truck, grabs a magazine, a lighter, and a whiskey bottle, and makes a Molotov cocktail. Yeah. Like any, as as you do. Yeah, you know, end of the world. I definitely have booze and magazines. Uh, she lights it and seizes the opportunity to throw it into the creature's mouth. It explodes and drops the truck. Which obviously crashes to yeah. the ground. Success. Uh, Michelle, still alive somehow, runs back yeah. to the car. <laughs> She's fine too. Yeah, like nothing. She literally gets out, sprints, runs back to the car, keys in hand, uh, gets in, starts it, and drives the fuck out of there. So this is, and now we get our. So aliens are real, and I love the radio broadcast though. It so, is very good. So before that, she hits Howard's mailbox on the way out, oh, which bad. spins to the camera and reads Ten Cloverfield Lane." I love it. I just love that it. Is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, Michelle turns on the radio and hears the first words: "We have retaken the southern border or the southern seaboard." Uh, the announcer says, "Anyone seeking refuge from the alien attacks may head to Baton Rouge." But anybody with combat or medical expertise is needed in Houston. Yeah. And she is on the road, stopped at this crossroads, essentially straight ahead, arrow pointing to Baton Rouge. Yeah. If you turn left, you're going towards Houston. Which, I'm pretty sure that's how signs work. <laughs> like, you know, if you're in the middle of Texas, I'm definitely like, where's Baton Rouge? That way, obviously. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Read the sign. God damn it. This is the only two cities listed, by the way. Uh, literally the only two. Yeah. Uh, Michelle... It's it's almost like a fucking eye of the tiger. A quick decision right moment. Here. She's like she she drives forward for a couple feet 
and then hits a fucking whip yeah. turn left. Like, almost like, oh shit, I missed my turn. Yeah, babe. she's like, nah, nah. Yeah, this, fighting these boys. Nah, nah. <laughs> this woman would make it on the freeways of Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, man. She <laughs> would be Mad Max Furiosa. Um, as she drives away, we get a pan out shot of this dark, stormy sky. And as a lightning flash occurs, we see an even bigger alien hovercraft yeah. in the clouds. And that is 10 Cloverfield Lane. This movie is a banger. Oh, it, like, I don't like the ending because I didn't. I don't want the Cloverfield stuff. I was super excited for the evil John Goodman storyline, mm-hmm. which they still did very well because it's 90% of the movie. But it's a great movie. Like, I this think is like an 8 out of 10 for me. The only thing to add in, I think, would be having John Goodman say, like, all you little girls are the same. You all make me do that. Like, just make him... No. Ma- make me hate this man more than I do. No, I think they did him perfect. Like I you said, I'd, I'd like to have a prequel. Like, they found the one instance. I bet this guy's been doing it for years. Yeah. But, um, the, the only reason that I don't think I would want that prequel is because it wouldn't be... Well, you, you know me. I like the Cloverfield stuff. Right. So it would be we, totally our, our opinions differ on yeah. that. So it would I, be its I, don't, series. I don't want something in the Cloverfield universe that is not based on Cloverfield. See, and I don't think it would be part of that. Like, it would be, like, its own deal. Like, that's my biggest problem. Like, again, I don't want it to be related to Cloverfield because I think a prequel would have made more sense at that point. But you're right. Now that it is, you can't go backwards and just be like, <laughs> yeah, aliens. Okay. Like... Sure, he always knew they were coming, but right. or that could be a cool tagline. Like he knew they were coming, he prepared by <laughs> like, murdering girls. Yeah, like, I don't like, know. <laughs> That's the twist. He didn't know. <laughs> it's actually his last victim was like the aliens. He's aliens. I hung on to that. The last one he stole was an alien. <laughs> Hold on, what's this proboscis? Yeah, what? <laughs> this one looks a little different. <laughs> Boy, ain't right, I tell you. <laughs> um. Man, you said this is an eight out of ten for you. It's a solid move. I really yeah, like this movie. Yeah, it's it's an eight out of ten. Like I, I think that there's that not we much more. And it, it, honestly, if they didn't do the Cloverfield tie-in, it probably would have been a nine or a ten for me, just because I don't like the ending. But I, it's not a bad ending. I just don't want it to be related. I think even yeah, even if it's not Cloverfield related, having the aliens at the end, I like. I think just change what the alien looks like. That was easily the worst part of the movie. And it, it just gets so much better if you just give it like a... like It seems like they were going for kind of like a xenomorph design. A, just, l- a little bit. It just didn't make sense because they already had designs of smaller have, different alien so, characters. You have so many. Let um, alone Clover. Like They didn't need to reinvent the wheel on this one. They could have just put it out. There's no reason to try and be unique when it was already... A, it was eight years later, so yeah. why not? So I just pulled up a picture of... The alien that I want to show you from Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, awful. Yeah, no, I, I fucking um, hated the design. Full, full body design, three D yeah, design. It's terrible. It's it's it's, it's like, a very xenomorph look. It's a it's like a Xena dog. Which I wonder if maybe dog that was like 2016. Was there anything going on right then? It's always fucking remakes of those movies. Um, like maybe that was maybe that was when like time when like Covenant or something came out. Could be, but. It just—it wasn't worth it. They should have kept with the Cloverfield design. Mm-hmm. Even as like not a fan of the movie, they did. Yeah. The aliens look great. You, in that you movie. just can't—you can't have it be an alien like Clover, right? Because Clover is a baby in Cloverfield. 
Right. That, that's a baby. Right. But they have the spores and all the, yeah, the other the, stuff. The parasites. They the should have just left the, like, more of that. Yeah, just have it be, like, a slightly bigger one. Right. Um, but, yeah, I loved this movie. I love how they barely get into the, like, this is what we think happened. And yeah. then they can never really talk the, about it because they the, don't know. ambiguousness of the movie makes it so fantastic. 100%. Yeah, the ambiguity really adds to it. Um, I think great performances all around in this movie, too. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't don't think anyone was even slightly poor. Uh, I think Emmett was great still. He did exactly what I wanted from him. Like I said, I like him. Right. Um, It's not like I don't like this character. I just... uh, I guess I, d- I don't like how sudden everything happened with him. Like, it seemed like his his story, for however spread out it was, it did feel kind of rushed to me still. Yeah, I mean, he was clearly just a... He, he's a body. He was a plot point yeah. that was needed, because just Michelle and Howard wouldn't have done it. It yeah. would have been not great. Yeah. You need, you need someone in there to be like... Not comic relief, but be like... The, just humi- a the humanity. Yeah. And the... Like, I really liked his backstory and the, uh, just, like, the jealousy aspect, like, played a lot into the creepiness. Mm-hmm. Without it, it just wouldn't have felt that way. So, I don't know. I, th- I thought he was a very necessary and good character. I hope you know that we're doing Cloverfield Paradox next God month. damn it. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have movies so fucking it's, terrible. It's trash. Yeah. And I actually, this movie made me go back into my Cloverfield research era, where I'm just obsessed with Cloverfield again. Yeah. So... I'm like remembering how the events of the Cloverfield Paradox make Cloverfield happen uh-huh. always and shit like that. Yeah, it's, just, it's fucking horrible. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Well, we'll shit on that when we get to it. Yeah. Um, next week, we're doing Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, oh, which, boy. fun fact, yeah. we recorded that two months ago. Um, it didn't work. And then our software was like, yeah, I got like two minutes of that, dog. <laughs> it's funny because when... We, I looked at the list. I was like, we already did this. Yeah. And I even asked somebody I talked to as a fan. I was like, did that come out? Because I swear to God we did this already. No, I, when you, because I, I sent you the schedule. Uh, by the way, I post schedules on Instagram. And yeah, follow us at Instagram Scarapy yeah, something. Scarapy pod on. That's it. Now that's what I said. Instagram, all of them. Instagram, TikTok. Um, but we. We had such a good recording. Like it was genuinely it was a really good yeah. episode. And uh You'll never hear it. I went to we won't hear it either. I went to do my my little edits and it was like two minute recording? Perfect. <laughs> and when we uploaded too, it was like Oh, that uploaded really quick. Yeah. We didn't even think about it. And that's happened like four times recently. So I'm like, I don't uh I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. Uh but we'll redo. I'm not rewatching yeah. it. It's a very basic movie. It's bad. Yeah, it's fucking. Um, but on that yeah. note, this has been another session of Scarapy. Uh, pay me, please send me a dollar. <laughs>